Back at you with another Invest Well show with Michael D. Wall. That's right, I'm the D. Wall, <laughs> Michael. And if you want to say it correctly, we're here, as always, in studio with Mr. Randy Cook. He's cooking up something and sharing some thought, adding some questions. And we are here, really, and I'm here to help you break through the financial fog and help you to live on purpose, live with purpose, and maximize your wealth. So if you care about trying to maximize your wealth and invest well and all that good stuff, then you're tuned in to the right spot. Randy, I know 401ks is our topic today. Yep. And there's a lot of people in the country with 401ks. This is a big, big deal. $5 trillion, T with a T, 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 T. A lot of money. Trillion in 401ks. And there's a lot of questions about that. You know, we've seen a lot of people over almost 18 years now in the retirement space with a private wealth firm, seeing people roll their 401ks, looking for better solutions, better options. It's a big deal. People got a lot of stuff out there in 401s. Baby boomers are out there using their 401ks now. They've been packing money away into these things. And when we speak of baby boomers, I are one. So I am very interested <laughs> as to what they're talking about. And now that people are actually using this yeah. as a financial vehicle, instead of just a place to put their money, now it's a place to get my money out. Yeah. Now there's some opinion saying, yeah, this might not be exactly what it was designed. It might be a little oversold. And those are the words that some of these people are using. This is from the American Society of Actuaries. It says the great lie. How about that? The great lie is that the 401k was capable of replacing the old system of pensions. It was oversold. Another one here says we were too optimistic when we sold the 401k plan. We were a little too early in that one. So mm, what do you say? Hey, Michael, you know, I mean, a good place to put your money, maybe not a good place to keep your money. You know, optimism, it makes me think of Zig Ziglar talking about he's so optimistic that he would uh, go after Moby Dick in a rowboat and take the tartar <laughs> sauce with him. I, I don't know. You can be optimistic, but I still don't. The opt- Shaquille O'Neal is opti- might be optimistic, but I don't think he'd be good at being a jockey, no, riding, riding, riding a horse. Yeah. He might weigh it down a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's been oversold. I mean, listen, you know, when you take a look at investments, it's not a one-size-fits all right it's just not and that's what the 401k has been made out to be i know there's different plans i know there's different structures i know there's different 401k type of uh you know investment opportunities out there but it's really kind of that one size fits all kind of a feeling i don't love a 401k personally because you're in a place where uh, a lot of times they're fee heavy mm-hmm. okay and and why are they fee heavy well they're fee heavy because they must support the ability for a variety of different people to invest into that 401k. What do you mean by that? Well, what I'm talking about, Randy, is, so let's say you got a company where you have 100 employees, just okay. to kind of keep it simple, break it down, keep it simple. you got a company with 100 employees, and you have the C-level executives, you know, you got the CEO, and then you got the C-suite people, right? Your presidents and executive vice presidents, all this other stuff, okay? you got all of those people, and let's say 5% of the company is making the majority of the income. Mm-hmm. That's typically how it works in most companies, and it's it's not a good or bad thing. It just it is what it is, right? You got to work your way up the ladder to get there. So you got you got a hundred employees. You get five percent of the people, or five people in this scenario, making the majority of the money, and then you got everybody else. You know, different tiers going down from managers to all the way people starting. And what happens is with a 401k, the 401k structure has to be set up so it's offered to everybody in the company. Mm-hmm. Now, there sometimes can be carve-out plans for the executives and different things like that that aren't offered to everybody. But the, most of the time, you know, the plan structure itself is something that's offered to everybody in the company. And when that happens, you know, you might have somebody just starting that is wanting to kind of put money into a 401 invest. But they can only do, you know, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 
dollars a month, maybe yeah. two hundred bucks or whatever the number is, but it's not a big, big number. Right. And then you got the other people on the other side that are the C suite executive people that they might be putting a thousand or two thousand or three thousand or five thousand, you know, or more a month into their four oh one K. Okay. So what happens is, you know, inside of a four oh one K, anytime you invest money, because a four oh one K inside of it typically is different mutual funds or indexed funds or stocks themselves. And anytime you invest money into that 401k, what you're doing is, is you're buying more stocks. You, you, you know, the more money that goes in, the more money you buy, right? Right, right. And as money come out, you're, you're selling stocks. You're buying, you're, so you're constantly buying and selling. If people are just putting money in the 401k only, then they're just buying. Yep. If people are taking money out, then they're selling. Right. So the 401k, because it's set up in such a way that it has multiple uh, variances as far as how much money's going in, they have to create the structure in such a way that it can house and handle everybody. Think of a college as an example. Let's say you had one classroom that everybody was in, and in that one classroom in college, you had PhD students, and then you have freshmen. Okay. So you had freshman class, and you had PhD. And there were three professors that had to teach all of those students. Okay. How challenging would that be? It'd be difficult because they're at all different levels. Yeah. So the, so the professor would literally have to be in a place where they would have to, their knowledge level would have to be very, very exhaustive from very high to very low. Got it. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. And so because of that, if you find a professor that has an exhaustive knowledge level of high to low, is it going to cost you more money to hire that professor or is it going to cost you less money to hire a professor that just focuses on economics? Less for the guy who economics, just economics, yes. more for the one that does everything. Got it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And so similarly with a 401k, that doesn't mean that it's uh, going to be great or not going to be great as far as the investment return, but as far as the cost to the consumer, which is the investor, the person putting money in, it's going to be more expensive because it has to house people putting a lot of money in and people putting a little bit of money in okay. and the different plans that vary in between. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. And so because of that, there's more fees. In fact, there was a, there was a, this is kind of older, but there was a segment done a long time ago on 60 Minutes and there was an interview talking about how uh, they had said you can go back and probably Google it or YouTube it, really, and see that there was uh, anywhere between seven to eight hidden fees inside of a 401k that you did not have if you were outside of a 401k. So, but they're the same funds. So if you went out individually and said, I want ABC fund from X company, it would be this. But if it was inside the 401k, it would cost more. Yeah, and the reason is, and again, this isn't always the case, so let's preface it with that. But the reason, Randy, is, is what we discussed before. And so when you take a look at that, you know, you say, okay, well, what really is happening in the 401k? The other big thing, and probably the biggest thing that I see with a 401k plan isn't necessarily the costs or hidden fees, et cetera, but more importantly, it's the limited access to investment choices. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a situation where you have a health concern or you have a health condition and you go to a doctor and let's say you need some medication. Now I, I tend to lean more from the school of being organic and being more natural and, and all of those things. But let's say you go to the other side for a minute and you're going to use medications and you use a medication, you go to a doctor and the doctor says, Hey, you know, I, I really only have these four medications that I can use. And I think this one will work well. Well, that's great. But 
then let's say the next week you go to another doctor and the other doctor says, well, I actually have access to every single medication that exists in the world today. And at my disposal, I can use any uh, medication that's there. Mm-hmm. Well, which doctor do you want to go to? The guy who's got more access to more things. And the reason is, is because you know he's probably going to have a better chance of picking what's appropriate for you, not just just only what's in his toolbox. Gotcha. So that's my biggest thing when you look at 401ks is having the ability to have access to really kind of unlimited investment selection and investment opportunities. Well, let me ask you this. The, the thing that I see about this that, that puzzles me, the whole idea behind the 401k trying to replace the pension mm-hmm. was they wanted to make it available to everybody and, right. and all of that. That's great. They wanted to be, make the market available to everybody. Yep. But at the same time, a pension ends in a paycheck. Yeah. A 401k does not end in a paycheck. Yeah. The pension was managed by the company, and in the end, they got you a paycheck. Yeah. Now the 401k is managed by Wall Street and you, and it's up to you to create a paycheck. And that is where none of us are really very qualified. Well, yeah, I mean, what happens is, you know, these companies, 401k companies, the administrators, whatever, or whoever's managing it, you know, whoever the custodian is managing the money. I mean, typically they'll have like, hey, they're quarterly or semi-annual things where they'll come in and, you know, do their thing. But, you know, I hear that, but I've never been to one of those meetings. Well, and not like, <laughs> I've never even, I've never been invited, Michael. Yeah. And, 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 and the reality of it is, is they, even if you go to the meetings, they don't really give a lot of advice. Right. Well, they can't probably. It, well, it's limited. It's, yeah. it's limited structured. So that's one of the concerns that you have there. All right, let's, let's kind of cut to the chase. The, the reality of it is if you are in a 401k, and you're putting money in there, my, so what is it, you know, when I look at this is, here's my suggestion. If you're in a place where you got a 401k and there is a match, okay, they're matching a certain percentage of money. My suggestion is, is that you put money in the 401k up to the match. All right. That's it. Okay. Nothing more. Because now you know you're getting free money. The match is free money. So get the free money. Don't miss out on that. Yep from your employer. And then after that, I think you're better off to take that money and invest it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a situation where you're retired and, or you've left a job and, and, you know, you have money still in a 401k, it's always a good idea to roll that to a IRA. Personal account. It's always a good idea to roll that to an IRA. Now, whether you roll it to an IRA or whether you roll it directly to a Roth and pay taxes now or whether you, you know, what, depending on what the choices are there, that, that's that's why you got to sit down and really understand the, the situation. But it is always a good idea to roll it out of a 401k into an IRA and the, and, or something like that. And the reason is not that the 401k is horrible. It was a tool and a structure that helped you save money over time. But now you're in a situation where you have the ability to move that money into an IRA type structure or something like that, where you can literally invest the money into anything that you want out there today. So we're taking the chains off, we're taking the shackles off of the 401k, limited investments, and now you can go invest in whatever you want. Which then means that you probably should have a little bit of help. Because when I know that I've chosen my funds in my 401k, there's probably five, six, seven, eight to choose from. Now you're talking about the whole world of funds to choose from. Now I don't know where to begin. Well, and, and that's where you need some guidance. You got to get guidance and, and how you can start is by getting some simple education. Uh, you know, we've put a Retire Well video series together for folks that can help them understand certain 
aspects and things that they need to be aware of in retirement. There's other educational pieces. And sometimes it's just having a conversation. Here's what I would say is when you go to get help, you want to make sure that the help that you're getting in the retirement space is from an independent nature. Mm -hmm. You're not dealing with someone that works for a company. You know, so-and-so writes my paycheck. You want to work with a company that's independent, that has the ability, to, like we said about the doctor, to kind of use anything that exists in the, the marketplace today. And of course, that's why in our structure, we've set up multiple companies. So by the way, if you want to get more information, you want to get more education, just go to leanonthewall.com. We got a lot of great information for you there, leanonthewall.com. I also do a, typically every month, I'm kind of traveling around and doing my thing here and there pretty busy uh, on the road. But most of the time, monthly, I do a video called Moments with Michael, and I cover a variety of different topics. Very educational, and I think that'd be something that would gain a lot of value from. So if you are interested in that, or you want to be on the list, the girls can put you on the list for that. You can send an email and let them know, and they'll qualify you, make sure it's appropriate for you. We want to make sure you're spending useful, quality time on information that helps you just go ahead and go to leanonthewall.com and there's a place where you can reach out to us. I think it says request review or something like that. You can just click on that and then uh, say, hey, I'd like to be on the list for the moments with Michael and you can get that. Also on Lean on the Wall, you'll be able to see some of our Forbes articles, other things. But that is the key. 401k is a good thing, but you want to always move and try and be in an independent format and try and if you have the ability to roll it out, do it. One last note, Randy. Mm-hmm. Some 401ks will literally give you the ability to do a partial early withdrawal. And is that a certain age that you're eligible for that? Sometimes it's an age. Sometimes it's based on how the 401k plan itself is written. Okay. But that's something where you can just call your 401k administrator and say, hey, how do I participate in or does my plan have the ability to do a partial early withdrawal? And then you can roll out some of your money. You can, you know, maybe only be able to roll out 60%. We've seen that with some families we worked with. They're still working. I have several families, as an example, they work at Lockheed Martin and some others where, you know, they wanted to get it out of the 401. They wanted to protect it a little bit more. They wanted to do some other things. And we were able to institute and, and help them exercise the partial early withdrawal option. But you can do that while you're still working, you while can, you're still contributing. While you're still working, while you're still contributing, it's based on some parameters, but that's something else that people can check on. That's important. So again, if you've got questions about that, go to leanonthewall.com. But there we have it, Randy, the 401k and uh, all of its glory. Some good, some bad, some ugly, some not so bad, some some pretty. But at the end of the day, it's an option that people have and they're using. And we're all, uh, many of us have them. 55 million Americans have uh, some kind of 401k that is access to them. So there's a lot of people out there in that same boat who need that information. Yeah, absolutely. So got questions again, go to leanonthewall.com. That is the Invest Well show for today. We're going to be coming back at you in the next podcast with some more great information to help you invest well so you can live well, retire well, and let's be honest, live with purpose so you can live on purpose. So have a great life. Have fun. Talk soon. See you next show. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. 
While private wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.